everyone, and welcome to the Ensign's Log Supplemental. That's where we answer questions that are coming from all over the universe, maybe. Uh, definitely, hopefully, from our galaxy. It's possibility that they're coming from other dimensions <laughs> or from another time, like in the future or maybe maybe the past. We don't know because we don't know where our show is going or where all of these things come from. But I am Ensign Barclay. And I am Ensign Riker. And we're here to answer some of your questions that we've managed to receive. Right, Steve? Yep, absolutely. And and also, you're right, we have no idea who's even hearing this. Yeah. You don't think you don't think that those Romulans that we just barely managed to not get killed by last week listened to the show, do you? No. Why first of all, how? And second of all, what what would they well, even yeah. care? Okay, I mean, you know, that's what, what's been bothering me all week, is that, that maybe they picked up the signal because we were broadcasting live we, that yeah, last Yeah, we did broadcast and, live, but, I mean, no, I don't think. They, you would think that they would have... It made me almost take a phaser to this computer and just say, I'm done with it, there's no more. I don't want to endanger the ship. Oh, no, well, right? no, well I mean, but... No. I don't think we're endangering the ship. First of all, I think those Romulans probably have more important things to worry about. I hope so. Like, anyway, yeah. let's go with the first question, and this is from C. Walker. Oh, okay. The letter, the letter C. C. Not Walker. Like, not like yeah, someone not like who like walks someone... on the sea. Right, right. exactly. Gotcha. And C. Walker asks, what exactly do Klingons look like? <laughs> That's a good question. A, yeah. <laughs> So, it is a good um, question. They look a little different than when we went to the academy, don't they, Steve? Yeah, yeah. So they used to look like they were really big, and they had like bumps on their heads, and most of them had yeah. long hair. Yeah, and they had like like yeah. sharp teeth. Yeah, yeah, like really messed up dental work yeah. and stuff. And then apparently something happened. I don't know what it was. Yeah, and some of them started the one that we routinely. St- here encountered are not those kinds. No, They're no. Like, well, yeah, out here it's all they, they they don't have any forehead ridges. Some of them have like bushy no. eyebrows. Yeah, and like facial hair. Yeah, but that's it. Like other than that, they, they actually they look pretty human. Yeah, they look really human. They just look, you know, like humans. Yeah. Sticks of darker skin and weird eyebrows. Yeah. Some of them look exactly like humans. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. And I don't know what's going on with that. There's a lot of there is a lot of top secret information in regards to the Klingons and why they look weird. Yeah. I don't know why it's top secret. I don't know why they don't tell us. And there's a whole lot of people that just don't know that there's like two different versions of a Klingon. No, they've only seen one version and they're like, Well that's what Klingons look like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean why but wouldn't we know they tell enough us? people we know enough people who've been running on the idea that Klingons are still the bumpy head ones. Yeah, yeah. They see the new ones and it's like they don't even know what they're supposed to be. We're like, hey, who are those guys with a tan, right? Yeah, and we're like, so those are the Klingons. Yeah, and they're like, get out. So of here. that's that's the question. They look like two. Di- they look two different ways, I guess. Yeah, maybe they're, they're like maybe maybe there's like two species living on one planet. That's one possible explanation. I really wish someone would tell us what the explanation is because uh-huh. it's dumb. It's I de- it's dumb to not tell us. There's no reason why we shouldn't know. Yeah, they should. I mean, for one thing, it's a security matter. Like if you were up against a, an a, and a hostile alien organization, and, and yeah. all of a sudden they look different than they used to look. You should inform mm-hmm. your people. You should be like, "Hey, by the way, the Klingons—they look like this now." Even even yeah. if you don't know why, just just let everybody know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's your answer. Yeah, 
That's what they they look, look like whatever they look like. Right. Yeah. Next question is from D Rose twenty one twenty. Oh, you don't think that's a year? It says D Rose twenty one twenty four. Twenty one twenty five. That is that is the old calendar. Well, yeah, but I mean that would be from that's that's, that's the twenty second century. So, do you think that like we're being we're being heard in the twenty second century? There's a number of possibilities. Like I said, the first officer ran a whole bunch of hypothetical situations, considering how this thing is run through the through the warp drive, and we. I don't. No one seems to. I don't. I don't understand what's going on. Okay, I just don't. I don't. Yeah. What I do know is that the intended audience, which was back on Earth in our day and age, has never received a single solitary podcast. Yeah, nobody's hearing any of this. But, but someone hearing. is because we're getting we're getting messages back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty-one, twenty-four. Okay, so, wow. Okay. Yeah, twenty. I hope it's not. I hope not. Um, okay. So D Rose asks, "How is Tina doing? She's been rather quiet back there. You have been feeding her, haven't you?" Thanks, D Rose. Give us a little credit. We feed her every day. She gets fresh fruit every day, whether she eats it or not. Absolutely, absolutely. What is she? I mean, she doesn't talk much. Yeah, she doesn't. She still has the. Yeah. She doesn't make much noise. She's an iguana. Yeah. We understand that she has a human mind inside of her, inside of that little iguana head. But you know what? She just doesn't. She just sits there under the sun lamp. Her eyes are closed most of the time. About once a day, I spray her down with a misting bottle. And she peer, she likes that, right? Yeah, she seems and when to. When I try to leave, she beeps no, and so I go back and spray her some more. Yeah, right? she's. I mean, I we you know I guess we'll. We'll probably never know what's going on inside her head, but she... I don't think she wants us to know. Yeah, but she seems happy. She seems happy just because she's not chatty. Yeah. You have to understand, she has... We have to ask her a direct question, and then she was... Here, watch, watch, watch. Yeah. Tina, 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 do you want to say anything on this podcast? That's a no. See? She doesn't. She's not interested. Pretty straightforward. She's not interested in the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So she's fine. Thanks for making... Implying that we're neglecting her. Yeah, we're taking care of Tina. Tina's fine. We do bear some. I, well, it's technically not our responsibility. But it, yeah, but it is. It is. It's not our. We fault. We didn't do it to yeah, her. It's not our fault. It's not like one of us wished wished her to be an iguana. No, no, it just happened. So yeah. Okay. So next question is from Francois Lacombe. Ooh, this is a familiar name. Okay. Yeah. And I think he's asking a question in regards to the ban on travel to Talos 4. Okay. Okay. And he says, you don't see how a planet of super intelligent telepaths who can make you experience any reality they want could be very dangerous to the Federation? No, I don't. Do you see how they could be dangerous? Well, no. I mean, it's just what they unless they can make things happen like. Yeah, they don't make real things. Yeah, they just you they trick you. Yeah, they just trick you. Yeah, once you leave the planet, you're fine. Yeah. I mean, let's say that you had your phaser and it was uh, set to a broad beam, and there were like five of those dudes, and you fired it. They're all vaporized. You might still see them there, but they're still there. I mean, they'd have to... I mean, granted, okay, they can make us see whatever we want. But once you figured out the trick... It's not much of a threat. Yeah. They're, they're tiny. They're easily punchable. Yeah, they're I mean, really they're little. There's not much to them. Yeah, exactly. You could drop kick them probably across a room, right? Yeah. Oh, they're nothing. Yeah, that's that's probably why they're de- being is denied the satisfaction of seeing them fly across the room. Yeah, exactly. They're. I mean, that's that's probably why they 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 developed like the ability to to do the telekinetic mm-hmm. stuff in the first place because they would get their asses yeah. kicked in a fair fight. Yeah. You know, so they make a sp- so they make a spooky to you know like let's say they make like a. Uh, a, a giant tiger, right? Yeah. It's not. It's not real. It's not there. Yeah. 
It's not. It's just. It's not. And if you, yeah. And oh, if, I just had a bad idea though. Oh, what? What? Well, what if they can manipulate your mind so much that if you think the tiger's real and it bites you, oh, yeah. then your mind thinks I've been bitten, and then you feel pain, and then when it claws your guts out. You see the guts come out, and then your body says, oh, I guess I'm dead. And then you just and die. Then, and then you die. I guess you could just still think it's all illusion. Yeah. Well, do you really do you really think that the people that made the rule thought it through to that point? I mean, it's no. There was the rule was made up by a bunch of yeah. Crazy it's admirals, because of the crazy know? admirals. I'm pretty sure we established that's the that. only yeah. reason why they were told that they can't have their fuck parties on that yeah. planet, and they were kicked off. I mean, and they you know we were and they also kind of scrambled their brains a little. bit. I mean, we were you know we just we were making fun of the Telosians, but you know I mean okay they're little twerps, but they seem kind of nice. Like they helped out Chris, your old captain. Like they're, they're not very picky. You, you, yeah. You saw I know. me talking to two we, of we, them. They're not exactly the nicest. We, people. They, we talked to a couple of them, but that one guy especially was like, whew. But I mean, yeah, they, Bob. Bob was bad. yeah. Telosian Bob. He was just a jerk. But I mean, fuck him. Fuck you, Telosian. You know, Bob, I got a trans. I got yeah. I got a transmission from Telosian Mark. Oh yeah, the other one. Yeah. Yeah, Morocco. Morocco. Yeah. Um, he let me know that the whole um, giving Bob the illusion that he was in charge is working out for him great. Oh, he did. The, he tried it. Good. Yeah. So maybe things will chill out on that planet a little bit. Maybe they'll be able to have more fun. That'd be nice. You know? That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Should have killed him. I hate Bob. Well. Yeah. I mean, Grant, Bob doesn't deserve to die. Okay, fine. Bob doesn't deserve to die just because he's a jerk. Right? And they did. They you know they did help out your old captain. Yeah, that's true. You know. They let me know he's having a he's having a ball. Oh, that's literally. good. Well, well, good, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. So kind of jealous. I'm kind of jealous. I really, you know what I wish? You know what I kind of wish? I kind of wish that we could go to a place, right? That could make any of our fantasies real. Okay, I can. Because that's, yeah. that's what he got. That's, that's true. What Chris got. Chris got to go, and now everything that he's ever wanted has come real. He's got a great looking girlfriend. He can have adventures, all sorts of stuff. But none of it's real, and none of it will permanently affect us. Right? But if it—that's that's the the thing, though. If it feels real to you, like as it's happening, then it's it, that's all that matters. Yeah, but I mean, I would like to get a little piece of that. Well, sure. I just wish that there was a place that I could go to that would let me—I don't know—like um, just for, just for like fifteen minutes. Go back in time, you know, go to a place right. back in time, like in the later part, you know, or the early part of the of the 21st century, 20th yeah, century. Yeah, you like all that. Whatever. Yeah, you like Earth history. Yeah, you yeah, like yeah. that stuff. Yeah. It'd be so much fun. And we're, we're never going to get that, so it doesn't matter. We're never, like, there's some magical planet that'll be able to deliver that kind of stuff. I mean, what if there was, like, a room on the ship that did that? You'd be stuck in a well, room. Well, but, I mean, like, what if they could, like, project shit on the wall, you know? And, like, you just, you, there's, like, a oh, computer so, panel. What? You, there's, like, a computer panel. You walk in the room, and there's, like, a list of things. So you're and, just looking at a bunch of flat images on well, walls. Well, but they could, so they could make it look super real, though. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not saying it'll ever happen. I'm just saying, you know. You're talking about that holodeck thing that we mentioned the last supplemental, and I told you that that sounds like a crazy kill box. Okay. Because they keep experimenting with it, and it keeps... Keeps okay, killing people. I'm just saying. I mean, I told you that that's never going to be on the ship. That they'll never put it on the ship. That's crazy. You'll never put a crazy kill box box on the ship. Do you, but Ed, but do you know what? Here's something that just I, no one in Starfleet is that. Stupid. There's no. There's never going to be a crazy kill box on the ship. Okay, I agree with that. And hypothetically, if there was like a magic planet where you went down and everything you wanted to to happen came true, I bet the people who created that planet. 
would, you know, sabotage the people who created the magic box because it would completely ruin their whole deal. Because it's like competition. That's like direct okay, competition. I think we're two layers deep in, into this weird what if ah, story you're right. at yeah, this point. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All I'm saying is, I just want to. I would just want to live in like the year 2018 for like yeah. 15. Minutes. A simpler time, like a nice, quieter, yeah, exactly. simpler time, and you could just take a break, right? That, that yeah. does sound kind of nice. Yeah. It does, you know, that'd be great. Yeah. Anyway, we're off. Topic. Sorry, we're off. Okay. okay. All right. Last question okay. from Mike Walker. Okay. What happens to human waste collected on board the ship? I figure there must be a lot on there, considering there are probably 300 or so folks on board. Try try almost 500. Yeah, it's a little bit more. It is immediately beamed out of your bodies? Uh, no. This seems That makes it way too efficient. complicated. That's, yeah. yeah, efficient but very dangerous. How about collected in big tanks and is then beamed out into space? Is it collected in big tanks and then emptied near a star as you pass by and then burns up? Or do you save it up to drop on a neighboring planet? This seems very rude. Boy, you have a lot of ideas about what we do with all of our waste material. And by waste material, you mean poop. I think he means poop. I think so. So, I mean, wherever wherever this show is being heard, it's someplace that has, like, really inferior waste extraction systems. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're not. Exactly. Like, why, are you, why would that even occur to you? Well, neither one of us are engineers, so we can't. And we're definitely not waste extraction. No, engineers. I don't know the the ins and outs of the. That's process, like but. the lowest rung on the ship. Oh yeah. Right? Okay, so if you really want to know what happens when we flush the toilet, because yeah, we still have toilets. We don't have. It doesn't beam, beam it out. No, yeah. that's just that's silly. It's so gross. It's just, and it's a waste of power. They're going to use the transporter every time somebody wants to go. No, it's ridiculous. You'd do it. You love the transport. Well, I totally would, but it's not feasible. If someone told you, hey, instead of going to the bathroom, we'll just beam your poo and peep out of you, you'd do well, it. Absolutely. You'd be there every absolutely. time. Absolutely. You, would never, you, know, you wouldn't lose a second of your day. You'd lose You'd lose five seconds. It takes a day after. Well, you have to stand still for, you know, a few seconds, but I mean. Yeah, you don't want moving around or anything. And then they beam it out, and then they beam it into space. Well, no, they. What would they do? They with just it? You do. They do what they do with it already, don't they? Like recycle it or something? They, yeah, I don't know the. Okay, I don't know the so exact this is process. what I understand. I know, I know. So here's basically how it works: we got a pipe. All of our stuff goes through the pipe, and it goes to waste reclamation. Waste yeah. reclamation collects that material, packs it, and then using a technique that's very similar to the transporter, it changes that waste material on a molecular level to inert generic material, which then can be utilized for other things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like manufacturing like spare parts or something. Yeah, I don't know how they do it, but yeah, something like that. Food synthesization. Oh, is that where the food comes from? Um, that's my that's my theory. They won't say, but I, I'm I I think maybe. Oh man! You know how when when we don't pick up fresh food when we when I, we get our supply runs and yeah. we're just running on you know pretty much standard rations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes that happens. You know yeah. where the, there's no flare, there's no sandwiches, there's no turkey, there's no mashed potatoes, there's nothing. Yeah. It's just basically press. We we have this kind of food that's they're food cubes. Yeah, it's just like okay? nutrients basically. Yeah. They're like multicolored cubes, yeah. right? And they taste all right. And you've noticed that I've never eaten them. Yeah, they're not. They're not. I don't think they're anybody's first choice. Well, I think that's because they were somebody's last ah. choice because they came out of someone's butt. Yeah, I mean, slight correction. I know. I know. I know. Okay. Yeah. 
I understand that it's broken down at the atomic level, reformatted into inert material. It's not the same thing. There's no gross stuff on it. There's, it's all just, it's everything's material, right? Yeah, it's all molecules. Right? It's just molecules. That's what they say. But I can't get, I, just like I can't get past the recy- re- re- reclaimed water, there's this part of me that just can't get past the re- reclaimed poop and pee. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like the idea of it, and I don't like it. Maybe you should speak to a psychologist or a psychiatrist about that. Well, that, I'm, gonna... well you know, um, they're help the, the the people that are Look, talking I'll to. I'll eat the food cubes if we're starving to death. But I don't. If I have a choice between like fairly real food and food cubes, I'm going with the fairly real food. Okay, I'm just saying it, they, it might help the people that are the the therapists that are talking to Lenore at the psychological rehabilitation center are are, uh... are doing like wonders for her. Her her that's... her periods of lucidity last three or four minutes now, which is like oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Does she know who you are during those periods of lucidity? Sometimes, not every time, but sometimes. How is this not breaking your heart, man? It, oh, it is. Why are you still doing it then? I, I mean, you know, like she. You guys never even got a chance to, you know, uh, no. seal the deal. No, believe me, I know. I mean, after you got caught, the captain made you guard a disused toilet at the bottom I know. of the ship. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I just got off that duty. I mean, like, it wasn't punishment technically, but he did have you reassigned yeah. to the darkest part of the ship. Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, there's like a malfunctioning light that they don't fix, like on purpose. Like, they leave it that way. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, look, there's a couple... Look, first of all, I'm, I'm really... I'm, I'm the only person she has. And also, with my uh. physical situation, my options are somewhat limited at the moment, you know, until we get yeah. a permanent, a more permanent fix for the baby situation. So you're just so, going to do this long-distance relationship with the crazy Well, lady? it's better than nothing. And she's... And hope that she still loves you once she's cured? Sure. All right, sure. Whatever floats your we'll boat, figure it man. out. I whatever mean, whatever floats your boat. It's not like I've never been broken up with before. Like I think I'll be all right if it doesn't work out. But for now, well, you know. Anyway, Mike, I hope that answered your question. We eat our poop. Yeah, we yeah. Well, we recycle. Hey, do you know who loves the the, the standard rations though? Who? Simon, motherfucker, loves that shit. Uh, I'm not even. I can't even look at Simon uh, in the face anymore. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me neither. No, I know just, too much about Simon ever since the Lenore. I'm just incident, saying. I don't. I he, he'll he'll. It makes sense that he really loves them. Okay. I I think he sneaks them into his quarters. I think. Don't I don't want to talk about Simon. What he does in his quarters. That's either. that's that's probably for the best, yeah. Okay, those are all the questions, guys. Thanks for sending them yeah. in. Hey, do you have quite? You want a question answered from us? Then please go to. Uh, you can send them to. Um, I, I changed it a little bit. I changed oh, it. So pay attention. Yeah, I changed. It. I found this old, disused what they used to call website address. Oh, okay, right? okay. And so I, I've taken it over. Oh, clever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No. So the people in the know can go to the website, and then they can go and contact us through the website. Smart, right? It's a genius, and I, you don't have no idea what I'm saying, a, do you? I, website. Okay, you're just you're you're just throwing words together randomly, but yeah. Okay. Anyway, so if you guys want to contact us via computer, go to the website at lemmelistenpodcasts.com. See, that's how you that's what you would type in to get to the. Okay, website. sure. Okay, and on there, go to the contact page and send us a question there and then that will route it to me out here and we'll be able to do another supplemental and answer all your inquisitive questions about what it's like out here right yeah we we really enjoy talking to whoever you are yeah 
So, um, until next time, communication channels closed. How long do you think it's going to last for you and Lenore? <sighs> Six months. The Ensign's Log Podcast is a Let Me Listen podcast production, with Steve Shives as Ensign Riker and Jason Harding as Ensign Barclay. If you would like to ask the Ensigns a question, you can go to the Let Me Listen podcast website, go to the contact page, and leave it for us there. Music for the show, composed and performed by Kevin McLeod. You can find more of Kevin's music at incompetech.com. And thanks for listening.